the True Grimaldi Podcast. Grimaldi podcast. Uh, we tried to do this last night, but we had some technical difficulties, so hopefully we're not experiencing them today. A um, lot going on in the world, lots of crazy shit, but I'm going to rehash some of the stuff I touched on last night because a lot of it wasn't heard, so we'll go back through. <laughs> All right, so first up, uh, um, Harmeet Dillon lost. Uh, Rona McDaniel actually won the RNC, won re-election for the RNC chair. Um, which is just a travesty. I mean, I, it totally has made me kind of lose a little bit of faith in the Republican Party because, I mean, talk about the swamp. I mean, I never saw any poll where Rona was winning. I mean, most of the time, if it was an internet poll on Twitter, most of the time, you know, Harmeet Dillon was, wasn't even close. I mean, it was like 98% to like everything else, you know. Um, so the fact that she won kind of shows that there's a little bit of rot there still in the Republican Party. Um, you know, but that, but the, you know, the RNC chair, these people are responsible for, you know, the Liz Cheney's of the world, um, you know, who was the previous RNC chair and, and, um, was one of the higher ups on the January 6th committee hoax, um, and was always a never Trumper. She always hated Trump. But, you know, like I said, this proves that the Republican party, there's still a lot of rot, um, and the rot still runs deep. Um, I'm going to continue on here. Um go into this one here so pretty crazy uh, you know going back to you know the vaccine and stuff like that I remember when I was old enough check this one out stops with every vaccinated person a vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus the virus does not infect them the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else it cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people that means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. Fully vaccinated people are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. I think given the country as a whole, the fact that we have now about 50% of adults fully vaccinated, and about 62% of adults having received at least one dose as a nation, I, I'm, I feel fairly certain you're not going to see the kind of surges we've seen in the past. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. Stops. With so we all found out that all that turned out to be bullshit. But these are the same people that were like, if you have family members 
who are unvaccinated, cut them out of your family. Never talk to them. I hope the vaccinated or you know the unvaccinated fucking die. These are this is what these people are saying. And it's like now it's like, oh, the COVID-19 uh, vaccines, they're killing people at a high rate. They're causing strokes, they're causing all this shit, heart attacks. Young people are dying very, very suddenly all of a sudden, you know, and it's like, what the hell's going on? This has never happened ever. You know, there was like 59 uh, deaths on average uh, for athletes uh, with like cardiac events over like the last like 10 years. And now there's like 2000. So it's like huge increase. Like only thing difference is the vaccine. It doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist to keep your eyes open and be objective and actually see what's happening in the world, right? But continuing on, so <laughs> so this next one I'm going to get into here, uh, we're going to break down this footage because it's pretty fucking crazy, but this is the Paul Pelosi uh, body cam footage, um, and <clears throat> what they're saying is, you know, David DePape, uh, the guy who, you know, attacked... Um, Paul Pelosi was a right-wing guy, which didn't turn out to be true. He actually turned out to be, like, Antifa and, like, Democrat. Turned out to be from Canada. You know, not even here legally. I mean, literally. I mean, everything that the Democrats stand for, right? Come here legally and you can stay and, and all of that. So a lot of people were talking about the conspiracy theory that, you know, Paul... And it didn't turn out to be a conspiracy theory because I'm going to break down this, this body cam footage. And it's pretty, it's pretty weird. It's really weird. Really weird, in fact. Um, check this out. Unless we're having the same problems we did. Hold on. Okay, so in this body camp thing, I, I want you guys to notice this with like Paul Pelosi. Paul Pelosi has a drink in his hand. <laughs> And he's got his shirt off, okay? So the real thing here that, that I'm going to ask is it's like, you know, one, you know, it's okay. So they, they show, like, footage of, like, David DePape, like, breaking into this into Paul Pelosi's house or whatever. But there's, like, a lot of things that happen there that don't make a whole lot of sense in the meantime. One, why does Paul Pelosi have a drink in his hand? And two, why does he have his pants off? So if... You know, this guy came in, and Paul Pelosi came home, and, and he stumbled in on this guy in the house. What was David DePepe doing? He was like, all right, take off your pants and go make a drink. <laughs> all right, take off your pants and go make a fucking drink. All right, now we're going to get hammered. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's check out this body cam footage. Hang on, we don't have footage on that one. Here we go. Yeah, definitely don't want all of here. I definitely don't want all of here. Hello. Twenty-six forty. Hi. Guys. How you doing? How are you? What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is Pardon going on? Right I'm now? not getting an answer on call. Oh, 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 shit! Oh. 
Okay, so that's the footage, okay? But I'm going to go back just a few here. Right to this point, right before he did this. Okay, so Paul Pelosi has a cocktail at his hand and his pants off. And he's wrestling with this guy that he that he's apparently knew. He said his name was David, so he obviously knew this guy. Right? And they just answered the door so casually. The police officers that saw this, like, you can tell that they're like, uh what in the fuck are we looking at here? Like, what's, you know, you can tell that they're really trying to figure out what the hell was going on in this whole thing. But, you know, like I said, they tried to make this David Tepepe guy out to be a, you know, some right-wing guy, and he's not. He's everything that the Democrats are. He's a, a, a gay prostitute. They have uh, people who found his stuff online that they went looking for it. And uh, apparently Paul Pelosi and him were having a little shindig and, uh, you know, stuff got, went a little bit awry and David DePape tried to kill him. But at the end of the day, we don't really know what happened here. The video actually brings up a lot more questions than it does answers. And it actually um, doesn't answer a damn thing. It makes things <laughs> kind of more confusing, actually. No, <laughs> But so... And come to this, right? So they're trying to get to Pepe on, you know, all sorts of murder charges and this and this and this and that. And they're trying to take him out to the fullest extent. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to stick up for to Pepe. If the hammer smells like shit, you must acquit. <laughs> Continuing on. So this one here is a pretty crazy one. So I know in 2020, you know, one of the biggest things was uh, election and the Dominion voting machines and how easy they are to hack. Um, and Mike Lindell has put out a bunch of stuff too about um, how he brought in and hired forensic IT experts to come in and look at stuff. And they found that there were um, all sorts of, um, you know, hacks from other countries, China, Russia, Ukraine, um, to, to, to steal the 2020 election. And all they had to do was, you know, go into several of the sw key swing states, um, you know, some of several of the counties, the, you know, smaller counties, and they were able to juice the numbers and change the numbers remotely. But this here is the Democrats talking about all of this continue to think that our voting to. machines are too vulnerable. Her researchers have repeatedly de demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tempering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting <coughs> machines is doing something that violates Cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose, that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines right which are vulnerable to being hacked workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine it was possible to switch votes 43 percent of american voters use voting machines 
that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know, I know the hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into fairly quickly. I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines. Um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states. Aging systems also frequently rely on unsupported software like Windows XP in 2000, which may not receive regular security patches and are thus more vulnerable to the latest methods of cyber attack. In a close presidential election, they just need to hack one swing state, or maybe one or two, or maybe just a few counties in one swing state. I'm very concerned that you could have a hack that finally went through. And so those were all the Democrats talking about that prior to, to, prior to 2020. And then 2020 rolled around. They stole the election. They know they did. Most Democrats statistically don't think that Joe Biden won fairly. And people are still talking about free and fair elections. And, you know, the Democrats, they love to say it. I brought it up in the last one. Um, you know, well, Republicans are a threat to democracy. Well, we're a constitutional republic, you dumb fuck. First of all, so every time I hear a Democrat talk about democracy, they're idiots because we live in a constitutional republic. But what I'm going to continue on with here is, um, and I referenced it last episode accidentally. I thought I already played it. Here's the thing that I wanted to play. This is Milton Friedman on, um, on inflation, and he talks this through. Now, you know, one of the things that everybody says, the Democrats always go, oh, well, you know, this is the corporations being greedy. That's not what causes inflation. The corporations have always been greedy, according to Milton Friedman. It has nothing to do with people that are trying to save a buck because you, we've always had people that have tried to save a buck. But that's the biggest thing, right? So I want you to take a listen to this one. This one's really good. Milton Friedman, ladies and gentlemen. Known to modern societies, there is nothing which will destroy a society so thoroughly and so fully as letting inflation run riot. Inflation doesn't arise because you've got uh, consumers who are spendthrift. They've always been spendthrift. It doesn't arise because you've got the uh, businessmen who are greedy. They've always been greedy. Inflation arises because we as citizens have been asking you as politicians to perform an impossible task. We've been asking you to spend somebody else's money on us, but not to spend our money on anybody else. Everybody talks against inflation, but what he means is that he wants the prices of the things he sells to go up and the prices of the things he buys to go down. The real tax on the American people is not what you label taxes. It's total spending. If Congress spends $50 billion more than it takes in, if government spends $50 billion, who do you suppose pays that $50 of course, billion? Dollars? Of course. The Arab sheiks aren't paying it. Santa Claus isn't paying it. The Tooth Fairy isn't paying it. You and I, as taxpayers, are paying it indirectly through hidden taxation. Inflation is... I love that, and he says it so well, um, you know, that that the people have always been greedy, and people have always tried to save a buck that the economic conditions that create inflation has nothing to do with the oil people that are being greedy, right? No, uh, it has to do with the economic conditions in which, you know, in, in this situation that Joe Biden's created for the oil industry. But, you know, um, and there was a thing that just came out yesterday that, uh, you know, um, it was like Occupy Democrats and they're like, now Republicans are voting against Joe Biden trying to lower gas prices by taking oil from the strategic oil reserve. How stupid is that? I was like, I read it and I was like, you've got to be stupid to post this. That saying that, you know, you got China eyeing Taiwan 
and we're sitting here still uh, dumping, you know, releasing our strategic oil supply while we're not pumping oil at home because of the economic conditions and the conditions for the gas companies and the, and the gas producers uh, because by the Biden administration, canceling pipelines, canceling leases, um, you know, restricting leases. I mean, it's an investment to go out there and try to find this oil. And the, and the Democrats have destroyed it. They've, you know, they've had this war. They're trying to make everything electric. And even the electric thing is bullshit because... You know, the when you go to plug in your car to charge it and whatnot, guess what? Most of the of the of the power lines and stuff like that are ran on gas generators and stuff like that that create energy. So it's bullshit. You know, it's all bullshit. It's it's fake. And then you have people sitting over there mining for cobalt and all of this, and you know the the child labor that goes into that. This is worse than anything. The that the you know and. The truth of the matter is, is that climate change is a hoax perpetuated by communists to keep people paying taxes on a never-ending lie. You know, the world's been ending since 1960s because of this bullshit. You know, I watched An Inconvenient Truth with Al Gore back in 2004, I believe it was. And here we are. Life's still going on. Nothing's really changed that much except, you know, you have people that are good for the economy, bad for the economy, and I mean... The Democrats are bad for business. They're bad for business all the way around. And that's what I'm getting at. But continuing on, uh, speaking of stuff that's kind of bullshit, this was Pierce Morgan. Check this one out. I, I really enjoy this one. Climate crisis. Yes. Farming and fishing is a leading cause of the climate crisis. You know what's also a leading cause of climate crisis? Planes which carry vast amounts of your avocados and your almonds from California and fly them thousands of miles to your table here in your vegan cafes. And then they also go in trucks. And that is an environmental hazard too. So you're not only are you killing billions of bees, you're destroying the planet. And yet you have the brass neck to sit here in between munching your almonds and your avocados and start preaching to me about how virtuous you are about not killing animals I'm and, pl and saving the planet. You're not going to persuade me. I love that. And he said it so well, too. He just roasted them. But, you know, these people that, that they claim that they're saving the planet and all of this stuff, they're not. It's all it's all bullshit. They're not saving anybody. You know, they're not saving any planet. So I wanted to continue on with this one. So Joe Biden um, had a federal district court nominee. Um, and this is an absolutely insane. Take a look at this one. This is J Senator John Kennedy. Thank you, Billing. Mr. Chairman, and congratulations uh, to all of you. Um, judge on the far end. Uh, tell, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about Article Whoa. 2? Neither is Article 2. Wow. Okay. Biden nominee, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know what purposivism is? Um, in my 12 years as an assistant attorney general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. Um, we are the highest trial court in Washington state, so I'm frequently faced with 
um, issues that I'm not familiar with, and I thoroughly review the law, our research, and apply the law to the facts presented to me. Well, you're going to be faced with it as a, if you're confirmed. So, right, so he just asked some basic questions. She's, she's running for a federal judge spot. She's a nominee by the Bidens. And, you know, everybody that they seem to nominate is a minority pick or something like that. And, um, you know, based on race, gender, and, and they're never, and they're never competent. They're always incompetent. And they're terrible. They never have the wherewithal. So he asked what Article 5 of the Constitution was. Article 5 was uh, the Congress, whenever two-thirds of both houses shall deem it necessary, shall propose amendments to the Constitution. Might want to know that one if you're running for a federal judge, especially if you have the Democrats that are constantly trying to change our, our Constitution and our way of life. That might be something that you might want to know. Then he asked what Article 2 of the Constitution was. Now that was kind of a shot because, right, he's a Democrat, because it was appointed by a Democrat, but no person except a natural-born citizen of the United States at this time, um, you know, shall be eligible for offer the, for office of the president. So, if you're not a natural-born citizen like Barack Obama, or as he went in college, Barry Saturo, when I was in college, I went as Drew Grimaldi, and I, I still go as Drew Grimaldi. When Barack Obama was in college, he went as Barry Saturo. And he was also a foreign exchange student. He was on the foreign exchange program. Okay, Democrats. You got to see Donald Trump's tax returns. We want to see Berio's official original birth certificate. It's time. But you would think that that would be something that the Democrats, uh, you know, that, that you would want your nominee. If I, if I was a Republican, you know, if I was anybody uh, nominating somebody for a position, I want to make sure they're qualified for the thing so it's not embarrassing like that. These people are just ruining um, they're just ruining it. So, speaking of cr crazy Democrats here too, we got uh, cr crazy Adam Schiff, um, who was kicked off of uh, the House Intel Committee, and he's been extremely pissed off, extremely butthurt. Um, but this guy, how he kept he, he used his spot on the Intel Committee. Um, to lie to the American people to hurt Donald Trump. And it doesn't, you know, whatever, political, whatever. But he lied to the American people and defrauded the American people. He was on all these MSN, you know, MSNBCs, you know, um, CNNs, and he's sitting there going, I've seen the proof that Donald Trump is a Russian agent. And there was no proof. It was complete bullshit. The, everything that, w that came out was released by the Clinton campaign. And that's all been debunked and proven now. But MSNBC, you know, CNN, they haven't issued a correction on it. But Adam Schiff is all mad because he got kicked off of the Intel Committee when he's clearly not somebody responsible enough to, to have that position, especially after just lying to the American people about it. But this is what we that got. You should not be on the Intelligence Committee because he says that you told lies about uh, former Chairman Nunes. I want to give you a chance to directly respond and also to you, Representative Omar, to the accusations they're laying against you. Well, you know, I could just say that uh, Mr. McCarthy's rationalizations, justifications keep shifting. Um, the cardinal sin appears to be that I led the impeachment of his master in Mar-a-Lago um, for withholding hundreds of millions of dollars in military aid from Ukraine, 
a nation that was even then at war with Russia in order to extort that country into helping Donald Trump's re-election campaign. He faked the uh, We proved those facts and got the first bipartisan vote in he the Senate in history to remove a president. That was already public. Um, Kevin McCarthy calls that a hoax. Um, well, it was not a hoax. Um, but he will do the former president's bidding. He is entirely reliant on the former president. Uh, and this is something the former president wants. Um, but uh, I can assure you that if the former president or Kevin McCarthy believes that this is going to stop any of us uh, from fighting to protect our democracy, um, they're going to find out uh, uh, that the opposite is true. It only will intensify our commitment to doing so. So... Uh, you know, uh, he got thrown off for lying. So what he did too, right, it was already public. He lied about the whistleblower, lied about all this stuff. He kept lying, especially during like the whole Russia Gate thing that turned out to be a hoax. And I always say this, everything that the Democrats put forward about the Republicans that are a scandal, you know, that, you know, Russia putting bounties on, uh, you know, through the Taliban on, on Russian soldiers turned out to be a hoax. All of these things that the Democrats say turn out to be a hoax. Russia, uh, you know, collusion in the 2016 election, hoax, proven. I mean, even Twitter had said, listen, you guys got to stop saying this because there's no proof here. But Schiff kept saying it anyways. And he said, well, I'm on the Intel Committee. And he would use his position to sit there and go, oh, well, I'm on the Intel Committee. I've seen the collusion between Trump and Russia. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's bad. And everybody's like, okay, well, let's see it. Let's see it. Never produced anything. Never produced anything. Never produced anything. So this guy's kind of one of those, like, you know, you cried wolf way too many times. No one's going to listen to your bullshit anymore. And, you know, that's what the Democrats do. They lie. Their policies are so bad that if anybody, you know, that they have to lie, censor, and, and, and cheat and steal to win. The only way Democrats win a national election um, is by cheating and stealing. So um, I'm going to leave it at that for today. Thanks so much for listening. God bless. Get out there and talk shit to a liberal today. Keep the faith. Thanks for listening.